Hello, everyone. I'm Con Tesla of Wrestling.com, joined by John Clark tonight to talk about WWE Monday Night Raw. John, how you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, how are you doing tonight? Can't complain. Can't complain. Um, I always feel a little better when Raw ends on a on a fairly good note, so that's pretty nice. So it was a little rough rough getting there. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into all that fun stuff and more. Uh, before we do, just want to remind you all this show, like everything we do here, is available on all our platforms: SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be. We've got you covered. So leave a like and subscribe if you don't mind. Now, John. We might as well start off with what opened the show because it, it wound up playing a part in some ways in what closed the show. We started off, John, with the riveting, the compelling, the captivating quiz bowl between RK Bro and Alpha Academy, uh, the finale of, of the academic challenge here, and actually academic challenge here. You know, they are they're actually ask, asking um, intellectual questions. There, there were actual topics here. This is very much uh, felt like a, a Raw and Jeopardy crossover. It was a very much standard trivia game. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it hit me the wrong way or if I just was not in the best of moods to start off, but like, I just was not feeling it. Or if it was one of those weeks where just riddles, humor, it's really, really graded on me the wrong way. I don't know. There, most of this really just did not do it for me. Um, there were jokes. I'm looking at my notes. There were jokes about riddle. He brought up an anecdote about, um, dissecting an octopus. There was a joke about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, Gable actually got to be smart and showcase that actually is, you know, smart. He actually is. It does have that master's degree. And Otis even got to change the sign a little bit. And in the end, Randy Orton's knowledge of baking uh, proved to be the ultimate difference here, where he turned to Riddle and said, you think you're, you're the only one that knows about baking? Or no, you're the only one that, that bakes here? Uh, a lot of people like pick up on that. Uh, so that was how RK-Bro uh, won, won the, the, the quiz bowl there and in doing so earned uh, a raw tag title rematch there. Uh, Brian Everett saying, wasn't a bad show with the exception of the quiz bowl here. Not a fan of that, John. What did you think about the quiz bowl that opened up raw here? Well, uh, similar to a lot of people, I thought it was a, a mixed bag. I'll start out by saying that uh, from the trivia aspect, as far as just like the questions and the build and the categories, it wasn't actually that bad. Now, this is interesting because a lot of the entertainment I thought actually came from Gable and Otis in this segment and not Orton and Gate and Orton and Riddle, which is surprising. I mean, the whole Otis with, you know, Hamlet, 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 like, I mean, it's just, it's, it's yeah. funny to put that together. But then, of course, they had the, the scale question with the grams and ounces. And I was like, well, that's obviously. Uh, the obvious marijuana reference. Uh, and of course, Orton answers it instead of Riddle. I mean, if you're into that kind of humor, you know, good for you. Uh, this is obviously probably going to be forgettable. Uh, and of course, as Steven mentions, the Denver Broncos question in Denver, uh, you know, makes sense. I'm surprised they didn't have more of that. Yeah, this was rigged. This was rigged, man. I will say it, was, it, it wasn't as ridiculous as it could have been. I'll just put it at that. And I thought at least having it open the show and not like close the show, I mean, whatever, that that's fine. Now they're coming out of this. I, I kind of had more questions than answers though, because like we get the rematch. I'm not convinced. I don't think anybody's convinced that Orton and Riddle were going to win the titles back. So it seems like they kind of transitioned into another feud or not another feud but like the next step later in the night when there was a backstage promo between the two 
And Orton was saying, you know, basically the focus on Rollins for tonight, but in, in the long term, you could win the t- championship at the Chamber. And then Riddle said, you know, well, if I win and we win the tag titles, I'll be a double champion. And it just, to me, it's like, it's setting the scene for long term. But the news came out, I think, maybe like in the last week over the weekend that um, more and more people are lobbying for it to be title versus title between Lesnar and, and Reigns. But to me, Riddle has to win at the chamber for these two to break up and have it make sense. If he doesn't win at the chamber, like it, it just doesn't really make sense to me to break them up. Now, of course, you could keep them together if you really wanted to, but there aren't really a whole lot of teams to feud with. I mean, I don't know. Like DJ, I mean, you know, yeah, they do. They're just saying they've had their fun. It's time to fight each other. I think, and we 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 we've been talking about this for a while now. Um, and I said last week I wasn't the biggest fan of, of kind of hot shotting Riddle getting the title at Elimination Chamber because it doesn't feel like the right time. And something I have been like under underestimating uh, with that in mind is like Brock Lesnar is in that match. If Brock doesn't win, he has to get pinned. And he just got pinned by Bobby Lashley, albeit with some, you know, some tainted circumstances. But having Brock take two losses in a row like that isn't the best look. Um, I think they can still get to Riddle and Randy splitting up if they want to do that. Um, even if it's just Randy saying, hey, you were in this match in the first place. You had a chance to qualify in the first place, and I didn't. While it may not be as quite as juicy uh, as, you know, being for the title, it's, it's still, a, I would say, a, a very sound motive. Uh, but in, in, in a general sense, Brian's saying, you know, Riddle is due for some kind of push here. Um, and we can, I mean, we might as well just loop, loop uh, over to the main event because we're on top hot topic of RK Bro. So we had RK Bro, uh, well, at least Riddle in action here, facing that Seth Rollins for, I believe, the first time ever, at least in a singles match, or at the very least, the first time in well, quite a while. It's definitely not a match to do a lot. And it was a good match until Kevin Owens interferes. We'll talk about why he did in a minute. That sets up uh, Randy Orton come back for the save. As you would expect, RK-Bro versus Owens and Rollins in the main event. Good match. But Rollins pins Riddle in that tag team match. Now, for a split second, I still thought RK-Bro, RK-Bro had the tag titles. So I thought, oh, they could have a fun feud for the titles. But then, you know, right now, RK-Bro does, does not have the tag titles. So I feel like the, even if they don't want to have it for the titles, they could, they could feud as the two teams if they do want to hold off on Archibro splitting up, because I did see there are a lot of reports going around. It's kind of unclear what exactly is the general sentiment, but some reports have said they, they do want to kind of hold off on that split unless it is for the WWE title. But again, John, you mentioned title versus title. There are so many moving parts here. Um, it's kind of hard to uh, imagine exactly exact how it's going to go. DJ predicting uh, Riddle will shock the world and win the title and Orton will face him for the title. I just... Again, I have a hard time really picturing that. It's like Riddle winning the title. That's the the chamber is not the Saturday, but the Saturday after that. And I just like, I know he's been featured pretty much every week on Raw for about a year now, a little longer, year and a half maybe. I guess if you factor in his time on SmackDown as well, it doesn't quite feel like it's the right time. Um, and I, I don't love the idea of title versus title with Brock either. It's just they, the, they, this is one of the cases where they, they have some options and I don't exactly love any one 
a whole lot. You know, I think of AJ Styles, Brock, Riddle here. I guess I like Riddle the least because it just doesn't feel like the right time for Brock. Stephen Chambers saying I can't really pick Brock with two belts. He's not wrestling full time. Can see Roman retaining in that eventual match. I mean, yeah, it would be not great to have it be title versus title, like title unification, and to give Brock both titles like that with him not being there full time. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it was a fun main event here. I did like having uh, Rollins and, and Owens get the win there. Uh, and we might as well touch on that as well. Now we had uh, some, a, little, a little more tease here of Rollins and, Owen, Rollins and Owens kind of some tension, some jealousy. You know, uh, Owens was upset he was, uh, that Rollins didn't use his influence last week. But he was saying, hey, you know, if I uh, beat Austin Theory tonight, I can uh, get a shot here and uh, maybe in the chamber. He did beat Austin Theory. But he did not get a spot in the chamber. Sonny Deville said, no, you're not going to get a spot in the chamber. You might not even be at WrestleMania this year. And Owens cuts a promo about uh, loving Texas and loving the state of Texas. And he just, I, I thought that was pretty entertaining. But it is crazy to imagine, at least sitting here today, that Owens doesn't exactly have a very clear path forward to WrestleMania, except for as we were talking about and what Nestor Kirsch here is saying, Owens versus Rollins versus Mania. Now, I tweet about this, and our own colleague, Robert, Robert De Felice, was really that really down on this idea. He said, we saw it two years ago with two pretty similar characters. Admittedly, I, I would say that they've changed a lot, but I digress. Um, I don't know, John. What are you thinking about maybe the Rollins and Owens side of this here, where, where they might be going um, uh, with Rollins being in the chamber, Owens not, and, and how that might go moving forward? So I'm not completely convinced at this point that Orton and Riddle won't win the tag titles back and turn this into a tag feud, as you mentioned earlier. There's an opportunity to do this, and I think it would make sense and at least give all of them something to do. However, if we're talking about just like tonight and the, and the, and the, the, the potential feud between these two, I... I have to agree with Robert that I would not want to see this again, but they both need to be on the card. And if you can't really think of anything else for them to do, and if that's the best option, if that's what you have to do, what they did with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens last year. Now, of course, they weren't a celebrity. They, they kind of molded that into the show. They could do that this year if they wanted to, not, not that it would need it, but I, I can't, think of anything that would make sense for them at this point now we've been saying for months that we've also wanted ray and dominic mysterio to break up as well i don't think that's happening now especially with ray on the cover of the new video game like i don't think he's gonna stay a good guy unless dominic was gonna be the bad guy which i don't know but i still think this is gonna this is gonna wait till the summer so yeah. now with with rollins and owens here yeah i don't know um, you know, Steven saying that there's speculation, Randy taking some time off while Riddle wins singles. I don't think that's that's the plan. Orton had recently said that his contract calls for 80 dates a year, which is like 50, 50, 50 to 55 TVs and pay-per-views, and then the other 30 are like live events. So um, I don't think he's taking time off anytime soon. I think he just did. Now, I could see him taking time off maybe after WrestleMania if they wanted to give Riddle, like, say, a Money in the Bank run or something like that. Uh, you know, because there, there's all kinds of stuff they could play where, like, Orton comes back and he could be like, you know, Riddle's like, oh, look, you missed a lot while, I, while you were gone or something. So we'll see where that goes and we'll see where Owens and Rollins goes. Both of these seem to be unpredictable. 
But at the same time, I think we know where both of them are going. We just don't necessarily know when, like how quick that's going to happen. Yeah, and I, and I would agree. DJ is asking if the win here with Rollins and Owens over the former champions gives them a future title match. Again, I I briefly forgot that Archibro didn't have the title, so I thought, oh, they could do a title feud. But Johnny mentioned, you know, Archibro winning the the quiz bowl here. They do, uh, they will have the chance to challenge for the titles. So that's pretty easy to set up. You know, it's like you know they they beat them on the champions, but you know they are the former champions. So I would say maybe uh, in a word, maybe if not likely. Again. Um, some mixed feelings about Owens and Rollins feuding here. Eddie predicting they might go that way. Got other comments about the fact, yes, they already did that. But I mean, I, and I, I agree with John that, you know, otherwise it's hard to kind of see where exactly they're going to go with them. So at least this would be uh, a meaningful match if they do that, the singles side of things. But um, that's kind of where, where I come up on at this point. Because I, I think that they, they've, built, they've built up very well. They've been really fun together as a team. Um, so there are worse things you could do. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Do you want to touch on like while well, like we we're still early, early in the show, a big story that broke uh, before before the show even began today that there will be a women's elimination chamber match at the elimination chamber uh, in Saudi Arabia, which is of course a big deal. So I want to take a moment to just spotlight that. And obviously, they announced five of the six participants there with uh, the big mystery as to who the sixth uh, and final participant is. Speculation running rampant here. Eddie asking is guessing. You know the four. Four maybe of the major possibilities here. Asuka, Alexa Bliss, we'll talk about her in a minute. Bailey, Lacey Evans, I've seen her name going around as well here. Now, Bailey, we were talking about for weeks and weeks, thinking she would come back in the Rumble. She did not. So I think she would be uh, one of the preferred options in my mind. Asuka as well. Alexa, we'll talk about in a minute. Lacey, uh, again, I'm not quite sure about her in terms of her kind of I want to say recovery time. She had a baby, so I'm not quite sure exactly the, the, the timeline there. But Nesha St. Bailey or Asuka, Brian St. is glad to bring her back in the first place. And it was a surprise. And then point out, John, if you had to pick today with not much evidence, but more just kind of what you, your general gut feeling or what you want to see, even what are you thinking about who this, uh, who the uh, participant will be? And then, I guess, going off of that, who should win this match? It's going to be Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, um, very Ripley and, and Nikki A.S.H. and then the, I guess the mystery. So, what are you thinking about this match here? Uh, so first, let me make it clear that no matter who the mystery woman is, Bianca Belair is winning. Okay. So, um, you <laughs> know, the, the the mystery opponent could be anybody. Like we Nesha in the chat, I could maybe it's Nesha, you know, maybe who knows? Um, sure. I I I'm convinced that it's probably Oscar or Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans has made history in Saudi Arabia with the whole Natalia thing. Um, but then again, Alexa Bliss is always there. She, it could be her. I don't think it's Bailey. Bailey is done until after WrestleMania. Bailey is not coming. She's the big surprise after WrestleMania. Um, now. The but the rest, you know. So okay, you're telling me I have to pick one. So if I have to pick one, I I'd have to say Oscar, just because I think she's ready to go and she's a big name. And who maybe she could win for all we know if they didn't want to do Bel Air again. But it's definitely. I mean, if it's Lacey Evans, there's no doubt she's not winning. If it's Alexa Bliss, I don't think she'd be like. This is weird to say, but I don't think she'd be ready to win yet, like just coming back I, and everything. Yeah. So 
And if you look at who's in the match, like, okay, Liv Morgan, no, we've already done that. Dewdrop, no, we've already done that. Nikki A.S.H., no. Rhea Ripley, I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. I, I guess maybe. But Bianca Belair, like, have since since she lost the title to Lynch at SummerSlam, they, they haven't really had a true one-on-one match that, like, ended clean with no distractions or dirty pins or anything like that. So it makes sense. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to be sour about Belair getting her probably, if, if she were to win, I think she probably would, but her, her second big WrestleMania moment two years in a row, arguably like more than Sasha Banks has had, more than Bailey has had, like that this is a pretty big deal for her. Uh so I thought, you know, talking about that, setting it up, and then of course tonight on the show, they kind of like delve into this. You get Liv Morgan versus uh Dewdrop, right? And then you get um Bianca Belair versus Nikki ASH as well. So we'll talk about each of them. I'll start with the Dewdrop and Liv Morgan. Uh, I, I didn't. I was actually a little surprised that Dewdrop won, but then I, then I thought to myself, "Am I really surprised?" Because like we've said time and time again, Liv Morgan is just like she's that version of almost, 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 but never win the big match. We've seen this before. We've seen it in NXT with different people. We've seen it on the main roster with people. Uh, that's just kind of how she has settled in. Almost like Finn Balor. He gets these big matches and then he doesn't win them. So, uh, but and P- I, I, I saw people online saying this was predictable. I mean, I don't know if you thought this was predictable, but um, I think Dewdrop needs to play a better heel. You know, like she's a heel, but she doesn't really try to like draw any heat. I mean, she naturally gets some heat because that's just, we you know what she is, but. You know, think of the heat she was getting when she was with Eva Marie. Like, she's not getting that kind of heat now, but well, I, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, definitely not predictable. I, I have assumed that, that Liv would, would, would win this one. I mean, they've been pretty uh, determined to really push her as, as this, like, you know, at least secondary babyface, kind of uh, behind, maybe maybe, maybe behind, behind uh, Bianca there. I don't know, man. They had this like pre-tape promo where she was talking about like the chamber match, and I'm I'm just not feeling it. Like her, the promo she's cutting, and in, in terms of her delivery and the and the the content itself, it's not getting better. Her, her matches are good, minus the screaming. I don't love that. She just like, screams all the time. Um, I respect her as a as a performer. Like you can tell, like she works really hard and she's very passionate. Like I respect that, but like. I don't know, man. Someone's working. Someone's about it's not working for me. Div, uh, DJ saying Liv, Liv Mania is still running wild, but here, uh, here it was not. Do drop one. Do drop cut a promo as well before the match, saying she can splatter anybody on the roster, including one of Liv Morgan, and that's what she did with uh, a Vader bomb, if you will. Um, DJ, not a fan, saying DJ uh, saying Do drop needs to go away. I thought this was fine. I thought she. I, thought, I think she's doing fine. Like she's not actively bad like no and no and neither is live i'm not trying to say that either like they're they're doing well with what they're given doing the best they can really uh and that's what i can really do um you know and but i would agree either way here you know good good for dewdrop to get that win to build, to build her up like that um brian saying dewdrop has been impressive and i, I thought she's was fine in this one maybe even kind of good um and uh, Stephen saying Dewdrop is doing all right. So we're getting some mixed feelings on that one. We did see Bianca beat uh, Nikki A.S.H. 
not much to write home about. Bianca looked good as always, you know, she's, she's very impressive as well. Very impressive athlete. And again, I, I, I really struggle to see anybody winning this match other than Bianca. Uh, even, even with this mystery final participant, even if it's Asuka, Bliss, uh, Bailey, whoever it might be. I've seen some people think it could be Sasha Banks crossing over to Raw. I don't know about that, but um, could be. But I have to think it's going to be Bianca. And if they do Bianca, I said a minute ago, they've got to, got to, got to give Bianca that win back. Steven's saying they're shaping up Bianca and Becky Mania, but I, I, I think so. And again, if they, if they do, they can't have Bianca lose. They, like, they can't do it. I'm sorry. Like, they, Bianca's got to get that win back from baby back to SummerSlam. Got to get that revenge and, you know, just got to get that kind of. Just beating, beating, not not only facing uh, Becky, but be, being with, I would guess, like getting that win, that'll really kind of spend her as that that next level. You know, I, I think they really need to do that here uh, to really kind of get someone else uh, to to that level because they don't, don't really have anybody quite there yet. Um, and I think Bianca would be a good a good person to do that with. Brand saying she's in book like a powerhouse, powerhouse, she has, and that's why I think that she should win and eventually uh, beat Becky. Now. Again, trying to be uh, tra- transitioning logically here, that might as well lead us to uh, Lita coming out to cut a promo about her match with Becky. Basically, before Becky came out, Lita didn't really say much. She said she didn't think she'd be back uh, in Denver for the, for the cheap pop a couple weeks ago, but she fell to home in the Rumble, and then she name-dropped a couple of the people on women's roster. Becky comes out. Becky, Becky gets a good promo saying that without Lita, there would not be a Becky Lynch. But now there is Becky Lynch, there cannot be a Lita. So she's going to take her out just like she uh, dropped. She's going to drop Lita just like she dropped, she dropped the fans and her friends along the way. Pretty good promo there. Uh, Becky kind of beats Lita up a little bit, but Lita gets the upper hand uh, as well as saying that she's, uh, you know, still still fueled by the support of the, the loyal WWE fans. I mean, Lita looks great. Steven Steven's saying that Lita, uh, Brian's saying she's not miss a step. Again, I'm not trying to be overly critical. Like her promo just sounded like ripped right out of WWE 2K. She was saying, like, you know, if not for, if not for these fans, like, you know, the, the fans are why I'm here. And she's still like, you gotta get ready, girlfriend, when I when I take the title in elimination chamber. It's like, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I, I get it's fun from nostalgia. I said last week, like for me, she was before my time, so I'm in a bit of a weird spot where it's like not not by far. Just like just, pretty much, I think she retired about two years before I started wrestling or started to start watching. Excuse me. So it's a bit of a weird thing for me where I'm like, I, I know who she is. I know what she's done. I respect her, her legacy and everything. It's just like, I don't have that, that nostalgic thing going for me. So seeing her, I'm like, okay, the crowd's going crazy. Everyone's excited. Yay. But I'm like, all right. Like I'm, I'm a, a little more detached from it. But John, what do you think about Lita coming out here uh, with, with Becky's promo as well? Well, I thought that um, if, if you can say that a segment is predictable, um, let's say this was predictable because it had the whole, you know, you were my hero. And we've seen this time and time again where you're my hero, but I'll put down my hero. Like pretty much exactly what she said. Uh, Lead is not winning. Lead is just the latest, as I said in my because like who would have thought months ago that Lita would be in the WrestleZone Universal rankings in February because she was in on the list this week. She made the top 25. Uh, and, and my little excerpt about her in there, you know, said that um, she's the latest legend to, to join the series of Saudi Arabia. You know, we have Goldberg. You have Lita now. 
Uh, I think Lita might be the first female legend to go over, though. But you've so. had, yeah. you know, you've had Goldberg. I mean, Brock Lesnar, I guess if you want to call him. I mean, Kane, Undertaker, HBK, yep. Yep. Triple H. Like, uh, she's just the latest in a series of people. So, hey, it is what it is. She's not going to win. Makes Becky look better. So, I can't really complain. But the segment tonight, like I said, was a little predictable. Kind of like a little cheesy, too. So, Yeah, you know, uh, that's why it didn't quite really work for me. I like Becky's promo, but as you said... I definitely have been there, done that kind of thing. So at least it, it made me more interested than it was last week. Last week, I ended the show. I was like, all right. But at least Becky coming out, like, added a, a little more flavor to it. So I was like, all right, I, I can at least kind of get into that. Uh, next point, yeah, they, they started to set up Lita versus Charlotte. They had Lita confront Charlotte, but, like, before the Rumble. And now they're not doing that. Now they're doing Charlotte and Ronda on the SmackDown side of things. So a little weird. You know, plans change. I get it. But kind of strange there uh, and likewise brian saying he wanted to see them do lita and charlotte and becky ronda well they decided to go, go the other way reports are uh, suggesting that they're planning tentatively on doing becky ronda next year but that is such a long way away who even knows what, what's what things are gonna look like at that point but that seems to be kind of the general theory and, and again the reports going around that that's kind of what they're thinking about here um you know i thought this was fine you know, nothing terrible obviously and then a little a little tired i guess but not bad not bad by any means oh, we did have a promo from bobby lashley i thought this was a little interesting where it was just lashley and mvp cutting a promo about beating brock lesnar about the elimination chamber nobody confronted lashley nobody nothing it was lashley is talking not really doing anything but um again not bad um uh, lashley uh, almost came off like a baby face here, saying that like Lesnar was making demands for someone like that, that's never there, that, that hasn't really worked for it. He pointed out, he asked, like, when's the last time Lesnar wrestled on Raw? And for a split second, I thought that Lesnar was going to show up and wrestle. Now, we do know that Lesnar will be at least be on a show next week. So, a little, little teaser there, maybe, but I imagine he's not going to go into any wrestling, but still a little, a little tidbit there. So, uh, it is noteworthy that, uh, yes, this was Lashley's hometown, as Brian pointed out. This was in uh, Denver, and, and Lashley's from Colorado Springs, so just in the hometown there, as Steve Chambers saying as well. John, any thoughts on this promo here with Lashley kind of getting pissed it's a bit of a baby face here, maybe? Uh, I mean, maybe. I wouldn't necessarily say that. I didn't really get any vibes on this, you know, either way. Um, I mean, what did you think as far as, like, if you see this going anywhere specifically or, or what? I mean, uh, like Nasha says, and I guess it should, it should make the link. Yeah, he was being cheered, essentially, probably in some ways because it was his hometown. And, you know, dunking on Lesnar a little bit, like, even though people people have kind of come around on him because he's been more, um, not more entertaining, but like more funny, more fun, you know, more lighthearted lately. You know, it seems like people are generally a little more receptive to him these days. But there's still that kind of subsect of fans that are kind of generally down on him. So maybe kind of criticizing him a little bit may have gotten some some cheers as well this yeah this just felt weird to me because like there wasn't a, a real objective like again i you sometimes kind of expect them to go a certain way so it's like oh lash is out there because he has a chamber match uh not next week but the, the Saturday after that so you know they don't have a whole lot of time to build it so i, I expected maybe somebody you know we AJ styles wrestled wrestled tonight we had um riddle in the match as well even even austin theory could have kind of come out there and you know, just you know got, gotten a little screen time with the with the champion i thought that would have been at least warranted based on his his prominence recently given his even working with Vince fans something um no just lastly talking not not bad um 
So I, I am curious, though, because this obviously does kind of lean into uh, what we can expect to see at the chamber. We were talking about it earlier, talking about RK-Bro, talking about Riddle, uh, talking about the, the potential for title versus title. And now they're talking about Lashley. I just, again, I struggle to think of, of Lesnar not leaving the chamber as a champion. Because, um, yeah, yeah they, 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 they do pin him sometimes. But doing it two shows in a row before he goes into WrestleMania to face Roman... That doesn't quite add up to me, at least, at least in my head. Yeah, I, I mean, it could really be a coin flip for a lot of these people. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, let's see. If I had to pick one right now, just because I fall for what people were saying, I'm probably going to think Lesnar would probably win. Uh, if I had to pick my preference out of three, I'd say. Riddle one, Lashley two, Lesnar three. Just because I don't like the title versus title concept, uh, I think they could do two separate matches for that. Yeah, and I, I would agree. Uh, speaking of predictions here about it, Michael Covington saying Seth is walking out guaranteed. I wouldn't mind Seth winning. I mean, he's been, again, he's kind of like, uh, I think... Pretty much, it's kind of going for AJ Styles has been kind of in in the in the spotlight there. Maybe not quite on that main event level so much, but you know, he, he has earned it. So they're they're worse, uh, they're worse options. Seth, he's been challenging for the title. Reportedly, he was supposed to win the title at day one before plans changed. So you know that that it wouldn't be too crazy to predict. DJ predicting Riddle again. <laughs> it's just I really am having a hard time seeing that right now. I'm not saying never, just like. Does not feel like the right time. Uh, Brian predicting Lesnar as well, or Ashley. Um, I just, I, I think where there's smoke, there's fire. They might do the the title versus title thing. So Lesnar feels most likely right now. I don't know. I don't know. But obviously, a lot could change in the, in the weeks. We still have next show next week as well. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, Steven with a fair question asking, what's the plan for Austin Theory WrestleMania? I mean, reportedly, it's going to be Shane McMahon. No longer with the company, as as per their post broke last week. So, well, that might I don't know. Every time uh, we talk on the SmackDown side of things, Robert brings up he's probably going to get stunned by uh, Steve Austin WrestleMania. You know, maybe especially in a, in a in a world where the Shane McMahon is not part of the plans here. I don't know. I don't know what what you would do with him in, without <laughs> that. In that case, you know, I, um, I would say he's going to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That's what I would do with him. But why? <laughs> like, well, just... I mean, who's who's won it before? You've had Corbin, Mojo. Um, I don't even know, but you've had not exactly an all star lineup there. <laughs> well i mean i guess but if at the same time like i don't know so i have the list of winners here we have cesaro big show baron corbin mojo raleigh matt hardy braun Strowman, and jay uso so out of all those people i mean braun Strowman was a he had a run i guess you could say um but yeah Austin Theory, um, I think, could be a candidate to win. No, I mean, if you really think about like the people that are in these kinds of matches and who could win these types of matches, like you have to think that he'd at least be like a favorite. You know what I mean? Like, 
I, right. I, I more mean, like, I'm, I'm saying if he's in the match, yeah, he would probably be a favorite to win. I more mean, like, based on what we've been seeing for weeks and weeks now, the guy got a title match for the, the WWE title back in November. He's been working with Vince on Raw, on, on screen. Um, he's been facing Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, picking up wins. Like, if that's kind of the, not, I'm not saying the payoff, but like, if that's his WrestleMania moment, if you will. Well, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, it appears we're going to get AJ Styles and Damian Priest possibly for the title. This could carry over into that. I mean, otherwise you could possibly put Austin Theory there. But, like, who else is on Raw that you're going to put him in a feud with? Like, there really isn't a whole lot of people sing at the singles level. I mean, you've already done him and Finn Balor like 50 times, so it's not going to be him. Like we're getting we're we're getting AJ and Priest already next week for the title, but Correct. of course yeah. that could end funky like it usually does. Uh, otherwise, like think about the the possibilities for us in theory, just looking at the raw roster, and there aren't a whole lot of options for uh, a singles. You, I mean, you're not going to put them against Omos because like they're both supposed to look good, and Omos is like like Veer, like where where's he at? You know, hey hey. <laughs> Uh, did, did you know, John? Veer is coming, and in his own words, he can he can barely he, he can't contain it much longer. That was the newest development tonight. That that got me. I was like, oh my you know, gosh! I, I, I there I can there. So there's I know three people I like that I'm pretty close friends with that are wrestling fans. Three people, and I've talked to all three of them about Veer. And I've told all three of them that I think when Veer shows up, he's going to be pretty over with the crowd just based off of these promos. Now, I could be very wrong or I could be very right. At the very least, he's going to be more over than he would have been just showing up without all of these, yeah. you know, vignettes. So it's just too funny, man. I'm, they are very, very, very different things. I want to make that abundantly clear, but there is a comparison to be made with veer and hook in aw and they actually borrowed from that uh a while ago where one of the promos said like send veer um only i'm i'm merely making the comparison because of as you just said john that that dynamic of social media popularity kind of like fan uh overall sentiment of people kind of getting behind into something or or like kind of puffing up the popularity a little bit even before we they uh, arrive just kind of having this kind of buzz around something so then when the debut does happen there's more uh, excitement than, than there might be otherwise. Um, my gosh, just like, again, I was not really into the quiz bowl. I was not into some other things we saw tonight, but we got the Veer promo with him saying he, he, he can barely control it much longer. Oh, it's so good. Um, and I, 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 again, the bar is he so just, low. He keeps getting lost, you know, because he keeps getting lost and he somehow ends up on main event instead of Raw. He keeps coming early, John. He just can't help it. Just can't help it. Can't, just, can't he can't, if he could just wait till 8 o'clock instead of 7.30, he'd be fine. <laughs> he likes to get started early. Oh, my gosh, man. It's just... Yes, Eddie's saying, I agree, man. It's the greatest It's the greatest wrestling meme ever. It cracks me up. And like the weeks the weeks where there's not a Veer um, vignette, I get pretty upset. I'm just like, man, you're going to take that away from me? Like on a three-hour show, you can't give me like 20 seconds just to feel get, get a little laugh out of it. Uh, as the the running theory now, and I, they're having reports about it, are that they are fully aware of that it's funny and they don't really have a plan. They're just kind of writing it out and trying to milk it as, as much as they can get. Fine. I, lean, lean them the joke. I think it's funny. Do what you want. 
Um, but uh, now the jokes are about you get him a map. That's what I'm saying. Like he's lost. Just get a map so he can actually get there. I don't, it's either a matter of him being lost or him a matter of the time. He needs to, as you said, John, eight o'clock beer. It's eight o'clock, not seven. I hope he finally shows up for the first time a month from now when Raw's in Cleveland. You're gonna be there, so I can just so I can see him. I'm probably at least, least going to see him come on the event. You're at least going to see that. Well, maybe that's not even a guarantee at this point because he's on main event like what, like once every like three weeks at this point. Like I don't even know how often he's on main event. I feel like it's been pretty regular. I, I thought I think I looked it up the other day where he's, it's been like, you know, at least not like he's getting like I don't even know. Like they're just like maybe they're just seeing how much momentum this can get before it just kind of like stalls out. out. Even though yeah. I think it's already kind of got to that point, but. Guys, man, I thought tonight was really funny. It, it would be so ironic because all we've got all these comments about you know Saudi Arabia. It would be so ironic if he actually was in Saudi Arabia for like an appearance and then you didn't see him again for like months after that. Like, <laughs> no, he's in Saudi Arabia, he's been there the whole time, he's still there, he's trapped. He came once and never again. Well, <laughs> never know, but um. Oh, I mean, yeah, and that's why I, sh- I actually I should watch me tonight just just to see the the the, the wonderful moment where and when he finally does come. I think that's that's a very special thing to a, a sight to be to behold. But uh, we did mention a minute earlier uh, the the U.S. title thing here. We had Asia Salazar's Damian Priest in non-title action. Um, I tweeted about it, but when they first uh, announced it on the show here tonight, I was like, oh, you know, that's gonna be a really good match. But like this Priest gimmick just like sapped any. Uh, excitement i had kind of going in that's so like i know it's gonna be a good match but it's like i want to see a good match and like good characters where it's like styles like he's doing good i, I like the space he's on but priest i say it every week i'm not trying to like i don't, I don't dunk on it too much but it's not good and then like it was a good match styles won as he should he styles is in, in the chamber match so he needs a little more, more momentum so he, he pins priest clean a little bit of a suggestion that you know things aren't aren't maybe going as well with Priest as they were, you know, he was not pinned for months and months and months, and now he's taking a couple pins, uh, kind of consecutively here, or at least more often than not here. Uh, yet again, as we've been saying for a while, and Brian Everett agreeing here, saying, Hey, this is the old Priest, his old team was banger. Yeah, I loved old Priest, old Priest is cool. Now, the inner Damien stuff, it's just it's dumb, man. Like, and the, he lost the styles, and then like they 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 zoomed in on Priest in the ring. He was getting mad. He, he was like, he was all upset. His his entertainment was coming out, and I was like, I was ready to like attack Salad or something. And that they they did announce that there will be a title match next week, which is interesting because I mean that's one week before, not even a week a full week before the, the chamber pay per view or sorry premium live event. So that does beg the question how that might go. John, what do you think about this match here and the 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 looming title match next week? I thought the finish was especially good with Priest kind of running into that springboard forearm. It was perfectly timed. I thought the way he was kind of coming back and then running in styles in the air, it just looks good. Uh, I don't think that Styles is going to win the title, but at the same time, like Priest has kind of been on this losing streak, so. Does he maybe like full fledged turn heel and like de- DQ himself or like what wh- what path do they take here? I have no idea. You know something that could be interesting. Uh, you speaking the the DQ here. Steven's saying you know once he'd be he'd like to see AJ get the title. Wouldn't be surprised if Priest gets himself, get himself DQ'd. I and mean, we've seen them do this a lot with the, the new Damien comes out, he gets DQ'd. That's what they do. 
But what if Priest, like, as you said, what if he really snaps? He like just brutally attacks AJ Styles, like not even a, 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 a little, you know, I mean, Damien popping up, but like a full beast Damien, like coming out, destroying Styles. And then maybe like he's kind of out of action and he's kind of uh, un unclear to compete, quote unquote, for the chamber. And then what if someone else replaces him? What if that's what if that's Randy Orton? What if that's um, uh, maybe or maybe maybe Kevin? Well, no, Kevin's not going to go to Saudi Arabia. I don't know. You know, just to free up a spot like that could create some interesting possibilities there. And then kind of going forward out of that, then you have you know a title feud there. You know, maybe then having Styles win the title. I like to see that, if only because again, this priest thing really is important for me. And then that, I'm, I'm in, my biggest problem is that I think they should lean fully either priest as a face. Or heel the 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 inner Damien thing as a cheap like it's not a, it's not a you know a shade of gray it's oh he's 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 pretty much a face but then the inner Damien comes out and then he's a heel kind of I no like the like Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns or and others you it's can, not you can too late line. it's not too late for Shane McMahon. Man, that whole that whole situation is very weird. Like I, mm -hmm. I would not be surprised if someday soon, I would say probably pretty soon even. Um, I mean, his last name's McMahon, so gotta imagine we have not seen the last of him when um, when all said and done. But um, I do think it's interesting. If I had to predict, I mean, yeah, a, a, a weak DQ uh, is probably the the thing there. Uh, Next, pointing out that Damien has multiple personalities. I mean, like if they really want to do that, they should really like do it again. The, the little like the inner Damien thing, like doing it in such a way that it just feels very like contrived or or very like um simple whereas like if you want to do four, multiple personalities that that's a very complex thing like that's that turns into like a commentary on like mental health in a way and like that's that's a thing like then and, and this is a weird like jekyll and hyde like not for laughs but they're doing it in such a way that it's just so um simplistic and i i, I don't know um Yes, Nash, I agree. They could do a better, they could do a better job, but they, they should do a better job. That's why one or one of the reasons why this really is not working for me. But um, other, th other things to talk about here, DJ, with a very good question. Uh, with Valentine's Day coming up, it was next week. Even Raul will be on Valentine's Day. Are we looking at a future Raul romance with Reggie and Dana Brooke? Well, DJ, Reggie got shoved hard into the friend zone tonight, and one of the most like rough parts of the show so he's back there's dana brooke they're evading the 24 7 title contenders and they're like talking about and she's like thanks for being a good friend and they're all having a nice time blah 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 blah. and she leans in to kiss him on the cheek and he's like oh and then they have the, they have like a moment and i think you know, he kind of goes in to kiss her or no he's like well i'm trying to figure out what this means and she's like we're we're, we're friends we're really good friends <laughs> and every, like everyone on there and i was just like Oh no, Reggie, no. And that's just saying, yeah, poor Reggie, man. That was like, oh, like just full on, like rocket into the friend zone, land of no return. Dunzo, you're gone. Like, no coming back from that. The, the moment the F word comes out, it's over. I'm sorry. Oh man, DJ putting out the same with Otis and Mandy. Well, like, come on, man. Otis and Mandy, that was that was great. This. I'm sorry. Like, uh, I'm not saying they can't redeem it, they can't save it, but Otis Mandy. Mm -mm. John, any thoughts on on, on uh, Reggie's uh, ban? I guess banishment to the friend zone. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I'm not necessarily convinced that it's over as far as like 
we saw the moment after this quote-unquote friend zone where there was like they were potentially gonna kiss or whatever you want to call it um I, i still think this is building up to something of that nature but i am not convinced that it's like going to be nothing it's going to be something like they keep teasing this week in and week out it's going to turn into something like i don't know if it's if it's gonna be like i mean the the show is pg so they can't get too carried away but um (laughs) i i i'd like to see like what it leads to like i don't know it's gonna be something i mean yeah it's pg but you know, we got NXT 2.0 getting a little spicy. You got, I mean, you think back to TLC, they lit Bray Wyatt on fire. So, like, they, they, they like to play around with the, with the limits here a little bit. Steven's saying it's the raw version of Index. All right, pump the brakes. Index, like Otis and Mandy, up here, right? I'm gesturing up high. Dana and Reggie, not so much. Uh, I like the idea, Neja said, you know, have, have a bit turned into a, a revenge story. Maybe Reggie now, like, Reggie's going to get all mad. He's, he's heartbroken. Uh, hell hath no fury. Like, if Reggie's scoring, he's going to turn on her and pin her for the title. Um, I just, I don't know. Next week, I mean, again, next week is Valentine's Day, a very fitting occasion for some romance segment or or well the problem is now it's awkward right now they're now they're friends and so it's like it's gonna be valentine's day sort of like there's that kind of there's gonna be that tension maybe we'll see some some to that effect but i like the idea that it's gonna turn into reggie turning heel i think there's some set for that and i guess that'd be the best thing at this point because i don't really want to see them line together like i i'm not again i'm not things drastically improve but um Whatever. But uh, speaking of titles, we, uh, we, I want to glaze over what we were talking about, Alpha Academy, RK Roll, all these things. Should mention, after the, the quiz bowl, the, the Street Profits came out. They rubbed uh, Alpha Academy's uh, loss in their faces, setting up a match, which was lo and behold right away. Pretty good match. Alpha Academy wins, and DJ pointing out, what are they doing with Street Profits? Uh, they're turning a talented former tag team, t- tag team champions into a bunch of jobbers. Well, it's interesting because... When they came out, I thought they were going to win and maybe set up like a three-way kind of thing here. And no, they lost. And, and Raw doesn't have a lot of teams here that they can really afford to be doing that, especially in a world where they might want to be splitting up our Cabrero at some point soon. And same goes for the Stereos. They split, as we, we talked about months ago, they, they kind of, they already split up Styles and Almost. Now they have, um, you know, again, these two seemingly looming splits here. So, John, what do you think? What's going on with the Street Profits? Oh, man, I don't really know because they haven't been used too much. But when they have, I mean, they've looked okay. Uh, I thought that basically they don't know what to do with them. I think that's that's all it comes down to. They don't know what to do with them, but they need to keep them on TV somewhere or the other. So they're just doing stuff. Whatever they can figure out, that's what they're doing. Like, there's no set path they're on right now i think they're just trying to stay relevant on tv by getting into random matches and segments and all that stuff um if it were christmas they'd probably be doing those backstage segments with the wwe shop uh so who knows what they'll they need to go back remember what they did 
Was that them that were was doing that little segment? It was like the report or whatever, yeah, and they were like, like the, the do, weekend, yeah. yeah, the weekend kind of thing, playing off of SNL a little bit back. Yeah, the they go back to that or something. I don't know something. I mean, they're yeah. You said you said it. They're on the show, not the most successful right now. Uh, whenever Montez Ford's in the ring, he's doing great things. Now for the second match in a row, he did, he did like the, the Superman dive with the ropes. Thought that was pretty cool. Uh, hopefully they don't make that like an every match thing. Like that'd be, they they do that a lot. Where anytime someone does something cool, they turn it turn into part of the move set, then it's less cool. But uh, for now, it's still very cool. So uh, I still like Montez Ford a lot. Stephen Chambers saying break up the profits. Ford, there's a singles run. He can fly. I mean, yeah, he's he's pretty much a super a superhero. Uh, Nessa saying she loves the street profits as well. Brian uh, saying that he thought the street profits should have been in the line for the tag titles for a while. Well, yeah, I mean, I would agree, but right now, maybe not so much. Um, hopefully, at some point soon, maybe, but it would feel weird to have them or get kind of a tough shot right now because they, they just, they've been on the losing side, losing side of things right here. But, um, you know, uh, did I, we glazed over earlier because we are talking about the, the chamber and everything. Uh, we do have uh, Lux Bliss. We had two therapy segments with Lux Bliss tonight. Uh, the first one, not very eventful. She was uh, in, in therapy, and the, the therapist who last week plugged plugged the merch this week uh, again brought up the fact it was a replica doll. I don't think I, I, he explicitly said it was from, it was from WWE shop. Uh, he wanted to practice an exercise in separation. Wanted Bliss to give Lily over. Bliss cried again. Faded to black. Later to show another segment. Uh, apparently, Bliss pays for for two therapy segments a week. Um, she's upset, but John after the separation of Lily. She looks more normal. She, she has a little more pink hair. She's dressed a little more, not just black, but black and pink. A little progression, a little evolution there. A little, some, a little, a little, a little hints that we're, we're, we're making some changes. And then she's saying she she was controlling her anger. She was controlling her anger. She was growing. She was growing. And then she had, uh, she reached a breaking point. She, she attacked someone in, in, a, in a supermarket. Some people thought it was Asuka they referencing. She had rainbow hair. I thought that it was more like the the physical embodiment of Lily because she describes someone has like skull teeth, but the Oscar theory is interesting. Um, but I was at least a little encouraged by this. The first slogan, I was like, I thought that's all we were getting. It's like, come on, man! I, I just want Bliss to be back. I want like want this to like, pick it up. Let's go. Thank for the second one. Um, you know, that was a little more sign of of some progression. And yes, that's saying it's leading her back to the old Alexa. I I am increasingly encouraged. That's where we're going. I just want to get there. I'm impatient, but I was at least more, a little more encouraged. Uh, sorry, encouraged that this is where we're going. Yeah, I'd like to get confirmation as well, but I don't think we're gonna get that because it's like a there's so much like cryptic going on here where it's hard to tell. Like, are they gonna fully transition her back? Like, is it supposed to be like where the therapy's working, or like wh what's gonna go on here? And it's hard to tell what the what they've given us so far. We know it's been said that they've filmed like nine video packages or something. They've only aired like four or five of them. So yeah, uh, so seemingly we'll still have a couple more. Nash reminded me and maybe all of us to trust the process. Yes, we just gotta hang in there, be patient. It does sound like a lot of us here want uh, want that process to pay off. Want the old Alexa Black. That's what Steven's saying. Uh, and again, DJ's asking uh, whether Alexa looked a little more, he's saying girly, a little more normal, a little more, you know, human, rather than the kind of fiendish as we've been seeing uh, with this new character. Yeah, she was wearing, like, again, the pink, the pink hair, more, um, yeah, at the very least, less fiendish, so, so there's some progress to be had there. Um, 
I mean, yeah, I'm trying to hang in there. I just, I, I, I've said it before. I really think Raw would benefit from having her back. So hopefully, uh, we'll. I mean, if they if they keep, I mean, they, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of having like the, the two subjects per night from this. But if that means we get done, get through it sooner, cool. You know, maybe just run, run right through them over the next two week, two three weeks, bring her back, and they go. So hopefully, as Steve's pointing out, yeah, if it's a new gimmick or or if it's a. Uh, Tweet gimmick or evolved gimmick, something different, something a little. I'd be very disappointed if if this turned out where just the therapy failed and she just was the exact same she started. I think that'd be a waste of everyone's time. Uh, hers, the therapist, the fans, everybody involved. So hopefully that's not what happens here. Um, yeah, but thankfully they are at least kind of acknowledging the history. Not friends show not to point out they should or at least could pull out. Oops, fiend who as they've done in the past. Um, thankfully they're at least acknowledging the influence there that Alex is still under the fiend's indirect spell or at least kind of influenced by him in that sense so props for the for the the continuity there sometimes yes they, they do just kind of what things out of existence so um always like seeing that but lastly here other than you know we talk about the other big things and that leads us to Ms. TV with Ray and Dominic Mysterio. We were talking about the potential split of Ray and Dominic. Ms. brought these two on the show to hash out some of the issues, or as he does, kind of stir the pot a little bit. Worth pointing out that Maurice was on the show here, so she's hanging around even after the Royal Rumble match here. So I was glad to see that. Um, again, Ms. trying to kind of stir some of the aggression here, saying, you know, he noticed some some hostility, some some tension last week. Uh, when he uh, outsmarted Ray, he, if you remember, tripped himself, got Ray ejected. He beat Dom. Uh, Ray was out there kind of speaking for his son. It's kind of weird. Dominic's like 24. So it felt weird to have his dad kind of speaking for him like that. Um, you know, it was like, <laughs> in the storyline, like he, he should be kind of speaking for himself. Uh, and he eventually did. And then it was kind of like a weird, like he was like, oh, talk about respect. Where's your respect for my dad? It was like, all right. And then Maurice said something like, you, you should learn something from me. Like You call yourself Ray Marie Stereo. I was like, oh, what is this, man? And then, uh, as you might guess, with, with Miz coming out in ring gear and Dominic coming out in ring gear, we got a rematch, as they often do. And uh, with all the emphasis on what happened last week uh, and the fact that Maurice got ejected from ringside, leaving Ray to uh, successfully trip Miz this week and um, pretty much writing on the wall, Actually help, and then uh, Dom rolled up Miz. So uh, the, the the score is even after the, after these past two weeks. Now uh, I do want to mention the the one actually I thought at least kind of redeemable part of the segment was uh, Miz was jealous that Ray was the cover athlete of Two K Twenty Two, the video game. Like that's a fine motive for a feud, but I got really buried in all this other stuff with Ray and Dominic and the respect and all this other stuff. Um, if they wanted that, just like. Do that just like kind of roll that and then maybe kind of do the dominic stuff kind of a secondary thing you know Miz had a line about like oh you know you're so much taller than ray are you sure ray is your dad and it's not eddie again props for continuity but people did not really seem to love the segment not as thing was terrible um did not i didn't love it myself dj's asking why would they have Miz lose to dominic john what do you think about all this stuff we got going on here it's so weird that the Miz is feuding with both both Mysterios by himself. So I know they they've had him with John Morrison a long time. They need to pair him with somebody that makes sense to to continue this feud. 
Um, part of me thinks they're going to somehow reel in Ziggler and Robert Root into this. And, and I just, I don't think that's the best idea, but I just think that's where it's going. Uh, you know, it's just been singles matches over and over. They kind of rotate wins here and there. Uh, I don't see it going anywhere. Uh, it's just to keep Ray on TV. Of course, a video game coming out um, early releases a month from today. So they got to continue to promote that. And Miz is, you know, a good talker on the mic and he can s- sell very well and he can make anybody look good. And I, I don't see the point in doing this week in and week out though. They could bring in George to tag with him. His dad, George Mazan. Yeah. They could bring yeah. him in again. Uh, but otherwise, I, I really don't know where this is going to go, and it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, and as, as you said, Nestle Green, you know, Miz and Ziggler, I guess. You know, like, that's all right. You know, two, two veterans like that. Um, DJ Dustin, what's next? Miz fitting with Aaliyah. They could bring Aaliyah back. Not quite sure what Aaliyah's status is in that sense. I haven't heard anything. As far as we know, she's just kind of doing her own thing otherwise. But... Um, maybe we'll show back at some point. Uh, Desha does not want to see George here. Um, yeah, and DJ saying, Miz Please, George. Was... <laughs> Desha saying, Miz Miz versus Ray and his wife. As far as I know, his wife is not a wrestler um, <laughs> at all. Miz and, Ver- Miz and Maurice versus Ray and Aaliyah. There you go. Why not? Right. Uh, Steven, I, I thought about this for a second. Miz and almost together. Maybe. Um, there, there are worse things you could do. Uh, Michael asking if we could get Ray for Miz at uh, Elimination Chamber would make sense. Um, there's probably room for the room for the card on it. Um, there, it feels like I mean, right now I, I don't know how they would get there. Like it feels like a decent decent WrestleMania match, but now it's February eighth, and and that's uh, just under two months away. Um, nice shout out from, from Michael Covenant to say Alex Riley needs to come back. I used to love that guy back in the day. Uh, the Miz and Alex Riley were two of my favorites when I was when I was a kid. So that'd be kind of cool, but uh, it doesn't exactly it doesn't exactly feel like that's that's the the best path forward here. Um, yeah, I don't know. I do I do think Miz needs somebody to team up with because otherwise, you got the the two baby faces and just Miz does seem a little odd. Um, <laughs> not a thing we could do almost Miz with, with almost as the Miz now gimmick. Yeah. Again, as I have been saying, my my catchphrase for tonight has been there. There are worse things they could do, so why not? It's it's not? no, it's it's the it's the the Miz and Maurice versus Ray Mysterio and Aaliyah, but not Aaliyah Mysterio, the Aaliyah that's on SmackDown, uh, Aaliyah Aaliyah three seventeen Aaliyah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> um, well, who knows, right? What'd you think of the show? Tell me what you thought. Mizdow, yeah, bring back Mizdow. Um, Nestle giving us 7.5. I, like I, I said at the start of the show, I just was not feeling it off the bat. Like the, the quiz bowl didn't really do it for me. We got some redeeming qualities at the end. I thought the, the RK Bro riddle and uh, Owen stuff was good. Um, I, I think like a 6.5. Four is fair. See if we give it a six point five. I'll give it a six point four, and that's probably too high for actually actually really feel. But I think it's six point four for me. We got another six point five from Brian. What what do you think about the show overall, John? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with 
6.5. I agree with uh, Brian and Steven. I thought it was a little below average, but it wasn't the worst we've seen. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to sit down one day and go through all of these raw post shows we've done in like the past year and make a little graph to see, you know, what we've done. Because I feel like I've been like either like down and then straight. Like it's always like a six or a six point five. It's never anything higher than that anymore. No, so no. Uh, but like DJ, I mean, holy boy, DJ going nine point eight. It would have given a ten out of ten if there was no quiz poll oh, and if Mary was on the show. Well. 9.8, my friend. That is very high. But as I always say, if you enjoy it that much, I respect you even more. Like if you're if you're sitting there having a grand old time, loving it like that, how more power to you. I respect it. Uh, not just saying around a seven. <laughs> Nanda saying 9.9 ducks minus 5.9 ducks. Isn't that a four? Yeah, yeah oh. that's a four. Ooh, man. Uh, don't ask me to do math at past midnight on a mon- on a Tuesday morning here. Eight point yeah. five. Holy cow! All right, all right. Michael an eight point five. Didn't know about Graham's analysis till tonight. Randy can bake two or bake. I think he meant bake two as well. I mean, like Randy saved that segment. I just disliked it that much. Where I was like, even then, I was like, mm, I don't know. Uh, if if it worked a little bit for me, I'd probably feel much. I would at least be a six point five, maybe a little higher, but. Mm-mm. And that's going around seven as well. But I would, as you said, John, I I very much am like uh, on average uh, around six, six point five, uh, and and then that's that's where we're at these days. Speaking of where we're at, where we're at, it's toaster time of NXT two point on Tuesday nights here. John, you will be unable to join us, so I'll be riding solo. But it's we'll it's, it's, it's it's I'm sorry, everybody watching and calling. The show has just become so bad that I I can't I can't I gotta have a week off. It's too bad, man. I'll come back for the special next week, but good lord, uh, it's just been so bad, you know. DJ, I gave it a six point five tonight, but in all reality, no, I just I'm I'm not going to be home tomorrow at that time. So, uh, but if you I'll actually probably... did set out a week for XC two point you wouldn't blame me. No, yeah, you wouldn't blame me, and I wouldn't blame you either. Um, Steven Nelson, what the card is. I, we do know it'll open with a commercial free, uh, big, big selling point there. A moment, woman's title match with Mandy Rose defending against Kaylee Ray. I know they did announce over the weekend it will be Braun, Braun Breaker defending against San Francisco on uh, Vengeance Day next week. So they're doing like a, a championship summit, I believe, like a, a confrontation, if you will. And then, you know, they usually do. Uh, that was announced as well. Uh, I can look it up real quick here. I don't remember much getting announced otherwise, but I honestly don't remember. Um, don't want to waste everyone's time. Okay, so we got the championship segment. So, oh, of course, the, the men's dust cup as well. So, because of the veterans and the Creed brothers, as well as MSK versus Malik Blade and Idris Nefe, and Ellie Knight versus Sanga, formerly known as Sorav. Um, so not not the strongest lineup, but not the not the worst either way. Um, and as DJ pointing out, yes, Braun Breaker has a little 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 beef with with Dolph Ziggler. We're talking about a lawyer with Dolph Ziggler here. 
Um, maybe maybe we'll see those two lock it up at some point soon, assuming Braun does retain against Santos Escobar. But future will wait and see on that one. But that being said, I'll be here on Tuesday night to talk all about it. So make sure if you are uh, if you're into the, the toaster toaster time side of things on, on that, tune in and 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 we'll we'll get through it together. But with that being said, otherwise, Robert and I will be back here on Friday to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, the the two Diamond Dudes on the right page covered all things AW tonight with new episodes. Make sure to check that out as well. <laughs> and you'll be com- you'll be commercial free. That I will, as always. No, no commercials over here. No sponsorships. No, no sponsorships <laughs> or anything. But um, not just saying NXT 2.0 needs to be reset to the factory settings. Oh yeah, NXT point twenty. Oh man. Ouch, not even 2.0. No, no, we have a sub desk over here. But yes, yeah, so we'll be here. Uh, I'll be here on two for the NXT and SmackDown on Friday. Otherwise, all the stuff and more. The two diamond dudes, the interviews, everything in between. Uh, all, all great stuff coming out. We have an interview with, with Charlie Hoffman out this week, an interview with Ian Riccaboni, uh, and many, many others always available in the archives as well. So make sure to leave like and subscribe. We appreciate you all so much for, for your constant support. It means a lot. Talking all things in this world of wrestling here. And we get through it together, whether, whether it's good, bad, or in between, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, XC, whatever it might be. We're trying to we're trying our best to enjoy it. Because that's what we do here at John, do here at Wrestling John. That's what we do. We do our very best. So that being said, John... When we all we do we come here together to try and do the one thing here that we do wrestling and John can tell me what that is. Enjoy wrestling. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.